Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience. Really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. All right, so we are back. It is the second cup of coffee. Or third, Yay. but we're calling it the second cup of coffee today. And yes, thanks again. There's been so much support in the show. Had a ton of great people on the show. I yesterday we had Greg Shea, which was awesome. We've also had now, you want to run through our list? Jeez, uh Gabe Silva. Gabe Silva, Amanda Abdel Syed. We've had um who else? We had Jillian Sidoti and Jeff Holst. Uh we had uh Greg Todd Dickerson and Todd Greg Dickerson. Yes. So many fun people on the show. It's been awesome. Mm -hmm. We've just had a ton of great time just doing the show. It's been just incredible. Um been fun, right? So we just started this, you know, we, we were having fun. We uh, got to be on the Gary Vee experience uh, or <laughs> whatever it is, Tea with Gary Vee as there. Um, it's got a ton of great advice, but we dove been doing this live show just because we wanted to find another way that we could just give back and bring value. And of course, if you like me here, just go over, hit subscribe on YouTube. That that's really could help us get to more people. It helps us build the brand. Um, you know, we're, we're not slamming you with ads here or anything else really uh, taking up the time away from us, just putting together really just awesome actionable items for you and today we wanted to talk about your why I think sometimes we hear this thing well you just need to find your why and it comes down to that thing okay but what does that mean yeah. what, what does that even mean oh I, I need to find my why but I, I why am I doing what <laughs> but sometimes when our days we just don't feel engaged we don't feel fulfilled it's because we we haven't truly taken the time to think about things and many times it's because we're so busy that we just go through the motions and, you know, okay, we're throwing school. We learn how to hopefully engage. We learn this routine of, you know, becoming who we think we're supposed to be because that's what others say we should do. But we get out and we're, not, we're just not happy. We're just, just don't feel completely there. We don't feel completely right. And then we hear people say, well, you need to find your why. Well, okay. And that, I mean, while I was growing up, I don't know if this happened to you. I was never asked, why are you doing this, Peely? Mm -hmm. Why are you going to school? Why are you trying to get good grades? Why, why, why? It was more like, okay, this, these are the things you do. These are the steps you have to take. Uh, go. So why you need to find your why? You need a reason. You need a reason to give your actions strength the why of why you are getting your goals done, why you are doing all that you're doing. Why is it that you do what you do? Why do you get up in the morning? Yeah, and that, that's really one of the first questions you should think about is that when you get up in the morning, why are you getting up? What's getting you out of bed? And if it's not exciting, then why are you doing it? You're not forcing this position. I, I know Sometimes we're in positions where we, we need the money to come in, but it's ultimately can be a band-aid for us and not an excuse, right? It can be something that we're using today to get us to that next level. But you can you can find so many ways to get out there and and just make money. I mean, we 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 come from both backgrounds of working a lot of different jobs. So we know, right? Um, you know, to, to have I, I have a degree in finance, right? And which I didn't I didn't work in an industry. I went out there and did a lot of different things. I mean at one moment I I was writing papers for uh for 
uh, European articles and getting paid back in you know, like probably like 15 years ago. How I got in that, I don't know. But when you want to find a way to do something, you find a way to do something. And right now, you know, this wasn't the, I guess, progression of where we both started out. Mm -hmm. But we found we loved doing it and it was something we could give back and put out there. And it just became just a great gift, right? Just to be able to get out there and talk about what we're doing, talk about how we've used building a brand to go out there and buy large apartment buildings. You know, that, that wasn't a beginning thought process from when we started. We knew we wanted to jump into real estate, but for us that, that ultimately trended like we wanted to buy single family houses or we, we thought that was the route because that's what you see on these HDTVs, that's what you see on these other things. But we were going from being very busy, growing a family, getting out there, knowing that we wanted to not be away for the entire day, not miss all this time with the kids growing up and okay, flipping, wholesaling, doing Airbnbs. We were doing all these things and we were doing pretty good. But again, here we are with all these jobs and we're not getting back to the time, right? We're just busy. So we said to ourselves, okay, well, what is it that gives us our time back? And, and Peely had met a friend who was buying rentals out of state and it was just, they weren't there out of state. They were actually a thousand miles away, but they were setting up um, a team out there. And we said, well, that seems like something we're very good at. We're good at the management side of it. We're good at literally the project management, the asset management, the controlling the idea of, of finding the more value add to the property. So we jumped in, but we did one different layer there. Instead of buying single families, we brought multifamily. They're small, small multifamily, but it was still a layer of multifamily where we had additional units. And that kind of in our mind where after you know a couple months of seeing this process, taking a unit that was down, getting it renovated, getting people in there, and then all of a sudden now having money show up in the mailbox, which if you haven't done it, it's, it's an amazing feeling because all of a sudden your effort is now, it's proving worth, right? Because now there's money coming back. We said, wow, what if we could take this and scale this to do this from uh, three units, four units to 100 units, what would that look like? And it just, it was that change in our mind that said, okay, our why is to get our time back. Our why is to be able to fulfill, help others, really meet their objectives, but have our time back to do it on our scale, on our timeline. We're not going to be told them to do it. We're going to do it how we want to do it. And we said, well, if we can buy these large apartment buildings and buy them through syndication, do this with other people, other people who are friends and family and through syndication where we can all benefit from the economies of scale, we can help them reach their investment objectives, whether they're looking for portfolio diversification, cash flow, depreciation, appreciation, whatever that said that be, well, now we all have a vision that's in line. And for us, it was just, it was that aha moment that we said, oh, well, okay, large multifamily. And we dove all in, found other people that were like-minded doing this because we knew that was our why now. And we found other people who were doing it. We just basically followed those steps. And like Jason said, that's how we figured out what our why is. We realized that we've gone through life just being busy. We had multiple jobs and multiple things. Just went, 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 did, 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 do, do, do. And we did all this without having a solid line. We needed our time back because of our kids and because of the family we were building. So other ways that you can find your why, figure out what wakes you up in the morning, who makes you do what you want to do for us. It's ourselves, it's our commitment to each other and it's our children. What is the drive? What is the drive be behind your goals? Why? That's where you find your why. There must be some underlying a cause as to what what brought you these goals that you are trying to attain and what does 
what does financial freedom mean to you? So what does that have to do with your why? That has a lot to do with your why because that actually gives you, gives you the freedom to do the things that you want to do. So we have a podcast coming up on the Jason and Peely project and I, I don't want to spoil it, but the gentleman um, became legally blind and he, through that, instead of saying, oh, you know, poor me, found a way that he just grew his, uh, basically grew his law firm 10 times, became a massive entrepreneur and found a great way to, to give back. And he had this great point that if you ask the question seven times, why, right? So, okay, uh, my, I want to, you know, have a Ferrari and that's going to make me feel like I've accomplished that. Well, why do I want that? Um, well, I want that because it's going to show that I'm having value from what I did. Well, why do I do that? And if you keep breaking that down the seven layers of what it is, ultimately now you're going to get to the core thing here of why do you want that? What is that going to be? And why is that big? Why? And you'll find out it has nothing to do with the value of, of having some exotic car. It's actually the value of you now feeling your worth and proving your worth out there. So get back to what those questions would be with your why. Build it back. Look at that routine. And if you keep asking that question enough times, you're going to basically peel back the layer of the onion and get to the core. All right. So, so speaking about why today, the guest that we have on, oh, she is, she, she's like my, one of my first mom crushes. I love this woman so much. She was with us when we were with Seven Figure Flipping, um, a group of high-level entrepreneurs getting into the flipping and wholesaling business. And I have to, I have to say, she was one of the best mentors I had ever had um, at the beginning of my real estate career. Um, so, without further ado, we have Becca Shea. Hey, Hi, Becca. Becca. Oh, Yay. How's it going? I forgot to actually bring my coffee, but that's okay because two cups of coffee makes me crazy. There you go. <laughs> I'll drink enough coffee for you then. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I coming into this was in a meeting that ran long, and then my daughter came in, and I was like trying to get her out. Like, it's okay. She's like, I want to go play in the stream. Do you want to come? <laughs> like, I do. don't worry. Random interruptions with kids are welcome because we have about seven of them a day. So it's so that's perfect because it just shows the realness of what everybody's doing right now. And there's no uh, hidden yeah. closet here or hidden babysitter out there. So it's real action. So that, Becca, thanks so much for coming a, on. We, we saw you a, a couple months back when you're out here with Peely. Right? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for coming out for that. You are welcome. Really I have a glass. Yes, you, you killed it. Yay. Um, so I think talk to us about what you're doing. How are you making a, a process? Because you're very good with systems, very good with orientation. How are you doing that today when you know you have kids home, you have a lot of other things now within your plate or on your plate compared to a typical day, maybe a couple months ago, because that would help a lot of people out there who just are just feeling massively overwhelmed because they're just hearing kitty videos for seven hours a day while trying to get their work done. Yeah. Oh, good one. Um, I, I heard you talking about passion and why, and I want to come back to that. But yes. so, so here's the thing. This thing started. I came from corporate America. I was a mechanical engineer. Um, I was in the Navy. So like structured, disciplined environments. And um, I always found myself being very forceful with my work life boundary. And maybe not boundaries, but like understanding, right? Like you can't work all the time and you can't you can't be with your family all the time. Like you have to do both, but you have to be respectful, right? There's gotta be some, maybe not balance, but like you gotta give and take. And when this whole COVID thing hit, I remembered, I, I thought back to when I was an engineer and we would get these 
emails, these fire drills, right? Like 5 p.m. on a Friday night and it'd be like, read through this 40 gigs of documents for our meeting on Monday. And I remember pushing back and just saying like, nope, I actually have plans this weekend, but I'd be happy to do this for you by Wednesday next week. So when this COVID thing hit and we all overnight became homeschooling parents, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, this is a thing that has to happen. You know, kids like you have, when they're in a good mood or when they're at their best, <laughs> you have to capture that time period. Uh -huh. yep. I work best in the morning, but so do my kids. So one of us has to be the adult here and it's gotta be me. So I basically, I've blocked off every day from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. is homeschool time. And um, I, I've talked to so many people who are like, I just can't get it in. Not, my job won't let me. I'm like, you got to push back. Like, hmm. you have to set boundaries. No employer is going to say, work less. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say, look, I'm giving you 110%. And I'm assuming that anybody watching this is actually a good employee and a hard worker. And you have to say, like, I need you to give with me a little bit right now. So my kids need me. They got to get school done this is how we're going to make it happen. That might be a little bit of a jerk way to say it, but <laughs> that's how I dealt with it. That's great. You have to get it done. And I want to touch upon just a little bit upon what you said, the word time block. The funny thing is <laughs> I, as you know, I live my life by my time block schedule. Mm -hmm. I was looking at my calendar. I was like, I haven't switched my schedule yet. Like I have a whole schedule written out for the kids and I follow that religiously, but I never fixed my schedule. So I was like, okay, this changes. I used to have like from eight to three, my own one thing. I had to change that to kiddo time, school yeah. time, and then my one thing time. And then, so let's talk about time blocking and how you live your life by your schedule. Well, here's my, my planner. I write down my plan every week. See, there's a big X from eight to 10 mm -hmm. every morning. I use Calendly so people can schedule meetings with me. And that the first thing I did was like actually put that in my calendar. It says on my, on my Google calendar, it says kids school. And it's, it's for other people, but honestly it's more for me because I usually get like my work done in the morning. So <laughs> I look at that and I say like, oh, right you have to be present. And I've tried to sit next to my kids while they're doing their work and do my work. It's no good. Doesn't work. No, not at all. I've tried and I'll be on my computer and all of a sudden like they'll start like hitting the keys on my yeah. computer. No, stop. Okay. I'm present. I'm here. I'm looking at what you're doing. Yeah. I'm a yeah, lot of dishes. So, so let's jump back into the, the passion question before of really just finding your why we we had a, a nice intro that we talked about there but but what what does it mean to you what, what were some of the things that you did as you were basically building or continuing to build out the direction and course of you and your family's life well the whole passion like find your passion question i, I blog peely and i you know i think that's also why we like each other we writing is cathartic to us mm -hmm. And I remember writing this blog like two or three years ago saying like, if one more person tells me to find my passion, I'm going to tell them to stick it where the sun doesn't shine. Like <laughs> it, it's like the shampoo aisle. There's just so many options. How do you know which one is right? And then we went on this journey, right? We joined seven figure flipping. Um, I, I left engineering. I knew I wanted to flip houses and then being a hard charger, I obviously couldn't just stop at one or two. So 
I wanted to do more. And then that opened other avenues and I saw people doing stuff and I thought that looks cool. Um, and it was really only through trial and error that I started to see the pattern of like, here's the things you do well. Here's the things that like, you know, sometimes you get a project and you're like, I should be doing these five other things, but I really want to spend five hours right here. Just this work project. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see those patterns start to develop. Um, so I wouldn't say that I really recognized my passion until last year. And, and it only happened because I kind of hit my breaking point. And I was like, up until that point, thought I was superwoman. I could do all the things. Does this sound familiar at all? Mm -hmm. Always. No, not at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and uh, and I had to say, I, I actually, I had hired a personal business coach and he helped, he was almost like a business therapist. And he said like, when you talk about these things, you light up. When you talk about these things, you shut down. Like, can we just start from that premise? <laughs> and, um, and I realized that my passion and, and my why kind of in both family and work is I'm a relationship person. I really want to see people succeed at their highest level doing something that not many other people do because it's an elite group, right? Yeah. <laughs> I like the, I like to be around the hard chargers and then I like to see if we combine our, our efforts, what could we accomplish? And, um, and I, even with my family, it's the same thing. They're my squad, right? So that's, that's my why is like, even with them, like if we pour into them, if we do these things, what can you accomplish? So, that that's my why. Well, I think one of the greatest points is just having someone else recognize what you're excited about, right? Because sometimes, yeah. you know, we're talking about what we're doing, but we're just we're doing it because we're we think we should be doing it, right? Because because everybody maybe has said we should do it, or that's mm -hmm. just kind of what we did. And there's this other thing that really we we are hesitant to do, but every time we do do it or talk about it, we're so engaged, we're so excited about it, but we we're so worried about what maybe other people would think or just you know changing our lifestyle forward or what. So we'll stay miserable or not happy or not completely fulfilled just because yeah. we kind of feel like we should. Yeah, right? it's a little bit of fear or like for me, it was it was marketing consulting it was the thing that the the business, my business coach was like, you love marketing consulting. You're really good at it. You have an engineering brain. You know, you do analytics. Um, why don't you do more of that? And, and like to, to what you said about the multifamily you found someone who had already laid the path out for you and you just followed it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody on that path. Like I didn't know how to do it. And so therefore I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of scary. I, uh... <laughs> but how did you get over that fear? Um, well, I mean, it didn't end up happening. Right. Because it was like the universe opened up I, when I finally started to consider that maybe this path that I was on was not the path I was meant to continue on. And I started putting it out there to the world. Um, what ended up happening. Yeah. I love marketing consulting and I still do it for people, but Bill Allen had taken over seven figure flipping and he was like, Hey, if you're doing something else, I, I need help. And you've already been basically doing this job of like, you know, loving on the members and running these accountability sessions. And like, can you just come do that? And I, was, I, I didn't even know that was a job. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all Becca does is just love on people. Love on people. <laughs> but when you're valuable enough that people make jobs, right? So exactly. maybe it wasn't until yeah. those, oh, you, we're, we're going to find you a job, Becca. So that's yeah. awesome. So, so, so helping talk, other people succeed, you know? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about loving on people and helping other people succeed. So how are you doing that right now? Well, 
Uh, I mean, Peely, you are a big participant in these, right? So a couple years ago, we started doing these. We I read the 12-week year, and I got super excited by this idea of, like, uh, I talked about Flip Hacking Live last year, <laughs> Div Paga. Like, you can have this dream. A lot of people have a dream, and it's like, I want to own a house someday, just to make it accessible to everyone, like home ownership. Well, that's a dream, but a vision is, like, getting super clear on that. So a vision is, like, I want a, a yellow two-story colonial house in you know this town in this school district. You know, you you paint the picture. You know what it is like. That's your vision. That's five years, ten years. But then, in order to get to home ownership, you need to break it down into manageable chunks. Like, what's your plan? Like, what do you need to do in the next twelve months? Which is probably either like get your credit score right or save up your down payment. Like, let's say it's save up a down payment. That's your plan. That's for in one year. For me to get from here to that yellow house, I need $10,000. Mm-hmm. And then you break it down into the 12 weeks or the, the quarters of, okay, well, I'm, I can't save $10,000 today, but I could probably save 3000 or two, you know, 2500 over the next 12 weeks. That would be so much a week. What do I have to do? I can mow lawns. I can you know, stop going out to, to lunch. And you just you break it down into these little little bits that if you keep doing them, you get that yellow house, you know, in that school district. And so that we started doing that in seven figure flipping these with our wholesaling businesses, but like this breaking down this huge dream, which is financial independence, retire early. And then I was like, well, we're going to build this wholesaling machine, which is where you and I kind of were both at at that point. Okay. So through a wholesaling machine that does, 60 houses a year and nets 20%, whatever, you know, you, you, you paint out that whole vision and then you're like, okay, but what do I have to do in the next 12 months? And then what do I got to do in the next 12 weeks? Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that in the group and that's, that's essentially like the biggest needle mover is stop being all crazy with your, I have this beautiful dream that has no meat on its bones. And then let's actually pour the foundation <laughs> today. Yeah. Yes. Rebecca, we always love having you on. You give us true guidance, true uh, groundwork, and uh, yeah, the uh, the twelve week year. Yes, has but been awesome. the thing is, before we let you go, can you talk to us a little bit about the program that you and Bill are putting on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Thanks, Peely. I appreciate the shout out. So awesome. I am a former Navy girl. Uh, Bill is a Navy pilot, and we have pulled together a bunch of veterans, military veterans, and we're doing a virtual summit online called Veterans Live REI. The site is Veterans Live, if you want to know. All the proceeds from it after we pay for the stuff that it costs to host it are going to charity. Love it. Um, and it's going to be, I keep saying, it's going to be a smorgasbord of real estate investing. So we'll have multifamily people, notes investors, um, just a lot of former military people who have gone on to do great things and uh, are going to share their knowledge. And I, I see it in my brain as like a stepping off point for people who want to get into investing or who want to expand their knowledge or want to find their passion. It's the shampoo aisle. <laughs> well, we know a couple of the people speaking and it's yep. the, uh, it's an A star list over there. We got mm-hmm. Whitney Sewell and a couple other friends that are going to be rocking it yeah. out. So that's going to be awesome. Where, where can they find it again? Veteranslive.com. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Becca. You know, and you don't have to be a vet to come. It just so happens that all the speakers are former military. Cool. So support our former military personnel and join Becca at, say it again. Veteranslive.com. Veteranslive.com. Thank you so much for coming on. I'll drop that in the comments too. Thank you. Thanks Becca. We'll see you soon.
Thanks, guys. I love you. <laughs> All right. I so love her. that was Becca Shea. <laughs> Super cool, right? So she's got a great story. Just puts it together. Talked some about really finding why, doing everything, doing everything she's doing out there. Um, same thing, right? So we were, I don't know if it was kind of similar journeys, right? So we, we were, we were all working to a, a form of real estate before that we were all in a process and we navigated because while it was, you know, it was like, we we're okay. We were on the same, the right highway, but we just weren't going in the right direction. Right. So we, so we, we all knew where we wanted to go, but there was just parts that we wanted to break off and just, and get onto maybe a side or something else that could just really get us to our future goal. Right. And so, so Becca had this great part where she's part of this awesome mastermind. Now she's helping a ton of people doing what she's doing. Um, we were able to take our real estate objectives and it's still in the space, but now we we've transferred our energy into a space that just more aligned with, with our goals. Right. And so Becca's done a great job of just really keeping systematic with it. Um, and that's something we're constantly always working at here. Peely does it much better than I do. Um, and sometimes I'm just going at it and uh, that can be good or bad, right? So you can be doing a lot of things, but if you're not going towards a goal and you're just doing a lot of things, then you're just busy, right? So just having the objectives and then having actual objectives in a short term that you know can be building into it. Like, okay, you want to save $10,000? Well, with that first quarter, that first 12 weeks look like just to get you online in the right processes and the right steps to do so. So if you enjoyed everything you heard today, please, number one, go check out that program that Becca's putting on, uh, veteranslive.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, it would do us a world of good. Thank you so very much for listening. I am so very grateful. All right. So have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye now. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day brings us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check us out. Can't wait to see you.